0: You are listening to The Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of The Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host new episodes of the Boss Experience podcast return in June, 2023. In the meantime, I'm sharing topics with you every Tuesday to help you start an online business that replaces your nine to five income. So this episode is from a pre-recorded audio. And in fact, I'm currently in the middle of a six part series where I'm releasing content from my five day CEO challenge that I did not too long ago. Don't forget to tune in next Tuesday as well. Enjoy the episode. We're going to talk about once you have your business idea, you know that it's something that people are looking for, how do you launch it? Like how do you how do you market? What we've done so far. So day one, we talked about discovering your, you know, what you're passionate about and you know what skills do you have, what experience do you have. And then day two of this five-day CEO challenge. We talked about based on your passions, your interests and your skills and experiences, what business ideas can you come up with that links your passion, your interests and your skills to something that could be profitable? And then on day three, we talked about how to create a business plan, how to look at what's going on in your market. And now on day four, we're going to talk about once you have your business idea, you know that it's something that people are looking for, how do you launch it? How do you market it? Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you were where you want to be at this stage in your life, both career wise and financially? I know the last few years have been pretty rough for people and you may have felt like you're working 40 hours a week only to struggle to pay even your basic bills. Or maybe you were frustrated because you had to miss your kid's extracurricular activities or one of their performances because you had to do something for work. Or maybe you just like to plan a vacation where you don't have to hope and pray for a tax refund or that you win the lotto. I know exactly how you feel. Not too long ago, I made the transition from a lengthy career in nonprofit services to a full-time online coaching business. Hey, my name is Michelle Davis and I help women turn their expertise into an online coaching or consulting business that replaces their nine to five income. And I just created this video sharing three things that enabled me to go from a 20 plus year career in nonprofit services to actually replacing my nine to five income with an online coaching business. Just head over to CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com to watch it now. Okay, back to the show. And so one of the things you need to keep in mind with marketing is, you know, online, you know, no one cares who you are. And you don't have personal relationships with people outside of maybe the people that immediately follow you. And so you can't kind of post your product on social media and expect for people to buy in droves. So you have to think of, you know, the people that will potentially buy from you in three categories. You have, you know, what's called cold traffic where people don't know you at all, and they've never heard of you, never heard of your brand, your business, and it's the hardest traffic to convert. Then there is warm traffic. And these are people that have seen your posts. Maybe they've seen some things you've advertised in the past. And so they've caught a glimpse of you. So they're somewhat familiar with you, but they're not really a loyal, you know, follower or customer. And then there's your red hot audience. These are people that are on your email list. These are people who you've been in communication with, either through your social media platforms or in some way, shape or form. So we're going to talk about how to get people from being just a cold audience to being what we want, which is that hot audience, the people that feel like they know you. So let's talk about that. There's a few ways. And of course, the biggest way, which is what I'll focus on today is social media. And so social media, when done in a way that warms your audience up and you, you allow yourself that period to connect with people and take them from cold to warm to hot, then you, you got a chance of getting people you know, to buy from you. And you have to remember, when people see you, they see a bazillion of other people also selling the same things you are. You have to remember that. So I'm going to give you just some examples of things you can do to warm your audience up. I recommend splitting your launch into two two parts. One is kind of your pre-launch prep and then the other part is your actual launch strategy because you want to make sure you give yourself enough time to get people warmed up and for you to actually consistently be able to reach out to people through, through social media. Now let's talk about, you know, some elements you need to really move forward with your business. So you need a business name and you need to, you know, choose a name that's easy to remember that relates to what you're selling. And you want to make sure as you're building out your brand that everything is consistent. You know, right down to the casing of your name across your domains, your social media, everything needs to be the same so that people can actually find you. So, when you choose your business name, you also want to make sure that the name that you're choosing is not trademarked. So, you can do that online. Anytime you're launching a new product and you're coming up with a name, you want to make sure it's not uh, trademarked by another company. So, once you come up with your business name, you want to do, you know, your branding. You know, let's talk about branding for a sec. So, Branding also includes how will you visually appeal to your target audience. So, you know, colors matter. And so you want to choose maybe, you know, three to four colors to represent your brand. You want to choose two to three fonts that you're going to use consistently on your website and in your social media. You also want to have an identity. And this is where people, they think that branding is just a visual element, but people need to know what you represent and who you are as a business owner online and offline. So when I talk about identity, that is really at the heart of who you are. You know, what is your mission? And we talked about the mission in uh, yesterday's session. You will need to know your mission. They need to know your vision. They need to know what your brand represents so that people aren't confused about who you are as a company. Probably the biggest mistake I see people make is, especially on social media, no one knows what they what they represent. One day they're talking about business, the next day they have a plate of food, and no one knows what that means because it, it's mixed messages. And so, yes, you'll hold on to you know the couple of hundred people that may be connected to you because they know you personally. But it's highly unlikely that anyone that doesn't know your business will connect to you if they don't see what the common message is. So getting back to your pre-launch checklist, we have your business name, we have your branding, you have the domain name and web, which is also your website address, but also take it a step further and use that domain name to get a professional email address, you know, not a Gmail, not a Yahoo, but a professional email address. Then you want to have your funnel set up and your funnel is a sales process. So you need to decide, you know, once someone sees my product, what happens first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth? And that is essentially what your funnel is. You want to write out and map out what the sales process is for your customer. You know, what happens from the moment they see their product? What is it you want to happen next? And what is it you want to happen after that? Are there any upsells that you're going to include? And at what point will you place those within your funnel? Your website is important, but a lot of people use landing pages as well when they're building out their funnel. So have your funnel set up and then think about payment processing. How are you going to accept payments? Will you use PayPal? PayPal is probably one of the easier platforms along with Stripe to actually link to your website. And then you have to think if you're doing a product, it's pretty simple. You know, people check out, they they pay. But what if you're doing the service and you're making the sell over the phone? Then you want to have an invoicing system where you're actually going to hear what, what your customer needs, quote them a price, and then from there, you're going to actually send them an invoice. So you have to have all of that laid out so you know how things are going to work. And then there's your messaging. So what messaging do you have for your services and your in your product? You want to make sure when you're writing your product description and you're you're focusing on your messaging, that you're focusing on the pain points your target audience is experiencing so that when you are speaking to them, you're speaking to them about something that's going to help them. That's why when we talk about social media and I mentioned, you know, posting the food or posting pictures of yourself that don't tie into anything, none of that helps someone who doesn't know you. They don't care what you ate for lunch only thing they care about is how you can help them. If you're going to use your social media account for business, it needs to um, be focused toward whom you are targeting for your services. Um, Then you want to think about how will people get their product or service once they've paid for it. it. Is it a digital product that you're selling where they pay and then they get download automatically? So you have to make sure that whatever website you're using or whatever automated sales funnel you're using will allow you to do that. Make sure you collect payment and then after payment, they're led somewhere where they're going to retrieve their product. And if you're doing something like e-commerce, then you want to make sure that once they purchase the product that, you know, they're taking to an actual Sales page where they're going to enter their information. You're going to use that information to then ship the product to them. So it's very important that you have all of these things dialed in before you launch. And then there is your marketing strategy. What platform are you going to be on? Will you use paid ads? Will you use organic marketing? Will you use influencer marketing? You need to have all of that dialed in when you are planning out your strategy for how you're going to get your product in front of people. And then you set your launch date. Because remember when I said you want to take your code audience and make them red hot. You want them to be ready to purchase You know, by the time you're launching. People don't buy products and services. They buy solutions and they buy people. Because none of us are selling anything unique. And so if someone's going to buy from you, it's going to be because they have a connection to you of some sort. So you definitely want a revenue goal. You know, it's up to you. If you want to do a beta launch, I recommend it because it allows you to work out the kinks. You you know, and the thing is with any product or service or business, you're constantly tweaking. There is no such thing as being perfect at launch. You're constantly working on all the little things, you know, to get your product up and going. So, and all the things that are making your business product and services better for your clients. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so let's talk about phase two. How will you promote your business? So here are some examples of different launch activities. You know, you can engage in three to four weeks prior to your launch date. You know, you want to have your emails written. You want to have a sequence, you know, whether that email is, you know, once a week or you're maybe sharing, you know, what you're up to, what's the latest product you're, you know, working on. Always mention what you have coming down the pike so that people become familiar with what you're working on. So your email can go to friends and family, it can go to your past customers, it can go to your coworkers, it can go to your neighbors, it can go to your marketing list, it can go within your network and so forth. So make sure in your email that you're also giving people some sort of value. You're giving them some information besides like, hey, my product's coming out, buy it. Give them some information related to your industry. The next thing you want to do is you want to incorporate, you know, going live, posts, stories, sending DMs to people that you you actually know or that you've had conversations with in the past. The next thing you you may want to incorporate into your marketing is influencer marketing. So influencer marketing is borrowing someone else's audience. So you're essentially saying, hey, I have this product and you have an audience that could benefit from the product, I'd like you, you know, for a fee to showcase my product to your audience. And so that is called influencer marketing. You want to think thoughtfully about who will have your target audience as a part of their target audience as well. So you want to think of what industries align with what you want to sell. And then you want to think about what promotions are you going to have? Are you going to have a launch type of promotion? What will your pricing be? Will you offer bundling, bonuses, uh, product samples? Live webinars are another way to sell your product, depending on what you're selling. If you're selling a service like group coaching or some other service related to that, maybe website design, you you can help a webinar and sell to people that way. There is paid ads. Now, I think it needs to be mentioned, but paid advertising should be reserved for you if you actually are knowledgeable about paid ads or you have someone doing the ads for you or you've met with someone who knows how to do ads. If You try without any guidance launching a Facebook ad and you don't know anything, you've never launched an an ad, Before, you're going to end up losing money because you won't know how it works. And with paid ads, you need a strategy. It's not just about running the ad. It's the campaign that you're looking at. You know, it needs to include different elements to it. It's not just launching one ad. There's different things that have to happen. So in a nutshell, that is, you know, your launch strategy. And so when outlining your strategy, include a frequency for each launch activity. I gave you some examples, but you have to think about what works for you, how many lives or paid ads. None of this is one and done. Where you are going to just put one post up and the magic happens and, you know, droves of people are going to buy from you. It is a process and you really need to plan it out. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.